0: Hello everyone! My name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the Founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that focus on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept. In order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures in order for us to live up to our bold slogan. Support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, that also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we do write thought pieces every other Sunday, and we have one scheduled to drop this upcoming Sunday. So definitely be sure to check that out once you're done watching this segment. Also, for those of you who are out and about and on the go, we are available on six different podcast platforms, so definitely be sure to take us along with you and listen to us while you're running errands. Now, as is the convention, definitely be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post, and of course, if you like our content and you want to see us grow, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week by week basis. And this week our topic of discussion is mental wellness. Now this is a part two series. And the part one was our discussion on toxic relationships that we can create regardless of the setting, whether it's academic, corporate, or at home. And I talked about my own personal experience building a relationship or mentor mentee relationship with a a leader that I thought really had my back and how that ended up turning into something very, very different from what I could have ever anticipated because I think that um, I'm definitely sort of dealing with someone who is a subclinical psychopath. So these are people who aren't, they don't have a high propensity for violence. I mean, they are people who can kind of resist the urge to do violent things to people all the time, which is not what someone who is, you know, a full-fledged psychopath has the capacity to do. So they're kind of under the radar. So they can make it seem as though they're fully functioning. They kind of function with us within society. They are people who thrive in highly competitive, thrill-seeking environments. So this is someone who is connected to my MBA program. He's connected to one of the top three big consulting firms globally. And he definitely leveraged his power and his privilege to try to control me and dominate me and sort of fear the growth of Project Purpose abusing much of his power and privilege. So I talk a little bit about that story. And it's a continuation. Typically in my videos on mental wellness, I'm the one who's providing advice and providing you with tips and tricks on how to cope and manage your mental wellness. But in these two videos, it's more me sharing my story that I'm still currently in the heart of in order to give people some perspective into what I've done to try to mitigate some of the risks that I felt were sort of imminent and and as these interactions unfolded and as I started to see the extent of the delusion in this individual, as I started to see, you know, his plans for my career, for my life, like even had plans for like, you know, my hair, my my nails, the way I wear my makeup. Like he wanted to control every aspect of my life. He felt that he made me, he felt that he created me as part of his leadership program. And mind you, this program is eight months and I am in my 30s. So for someone to take that much credit for who I've become and who I am as a leader for eight months of, of time spent, I think is, is rather, is rather of a stretch. I did build the blueprint of Project Purpose as part of the leadership challenge within that program and he's been following the growth of Project Purpose since I moved to France and I thought I I, I was always suspicious of his interest in project purpose. I always kind of wanted to keep him at arm's distance but I appreciated his support and then it became ugly when he thought I was in a vulnerable position as most people thought I was in a vulnerable position. Uh, last year I ended up exiting my family home and I'm now estranged from my family but it was well thought out. It was a very intentional move. I was always okay but I guess as kind of the news rippled about it shifted and changed as rumors typically do and and he thought I was In a fairly vulnerable position, him with a few people that he's been working with were peers of mine who I thought were friends of mine. And they decided it was their chance to sort of, you know, come to my rescue and to control the events that took place moving forward. So as I was trying to recruit and like rebuild my life, which I had done in France, which I was ready to do again, like, but now, like, in home territory, they hacked into my computer, they hacked into my LinkedIn account, anyone that I approached and engaged with to have a coffee chat, like as we were deciding when we were going to have the coffee chat, would stop talking to me. And I came to realize like the different people who were involved in trying to keep me in place and trying to have me stay put as they orchestrated and organized my life moving forward. And when I realized that, you know, it really wasn't for my benefit because I thought first there was an act of of benevolence that they were trying to help me get back on my feet. When I realized it was really them trying to help themselves and get a use case out of, you know, Project Purpose being a program offered to adults. At that point in time, not recognizing that my intention was to build a YouTube channel that addressed adults and provided support by way of mental health, mental wellness and education. I knew I had to get out of there because really when I, when I realized like the, it's one thing to want the best for someone, but to want to control every aspect of someone's life. Like we need to realize that that's not healthy. It's not a healthy inclination to want to do. And then, and then to be so good at just managing people and delegating people and convincing and charming and manipulating people to give them the information that you need in order to manipulate and control my behaviors. I know that I'm not the first person that this has happened to. I also know that I probably won't be the last person that this has happened to. I have completely removed myself out of that setting. I am completely under the radar at this point in time. And I was hoping that after a couple of months of being under the radar, I can just kind of pick up where I left off, continue to build project purpose, but like until Project Purpose can fully support me, I can, you know, go back and look for roles in industry where I typically would like to work, but he is everywhere. And so I've not been able to do that. So some people want to know, you know, well, how did I get away? Well, what I did was um, actually where I was staying at, I was, I had formed a friendship with the landlord of the kind of short term residence was like an Airbnb style hotel that i was staying at and he became concerned for my safety because this person was calling him and was actually sending people in to get a sense of what my next steps were because when i said no and i declined the role that they had built for me in order to get them a use case um, for the adults which they hadn't expected because they had stonewalled all of my different recruiting efforts. A whole bunch of people sort of filtering in and out of this Airbnb and they were asking me well what are you doing like where are you going next and I knew why they were asking me this question because every time someone came and left my landlord would come quickly to the Airbnb and he would change the codes on all the doors and he's like you know I want to keep you safe I want to keep you safe and I realized that if he was concerned about my safety with the limited information I'm sure he knew that I should also be concerned for my safety and so without anyone knowing I didn't even tell my landlord who I appreciated so much I just didn't want to risk anyone knowing when I was leaving I left in the middle of the night it was pouring rain I packed up all of my stuff and I drove straight through the night like for 18 hours like hopped up on cold brew stocks cold brew very good beverage by the way but I drove pretty much until like my system was starting to shut down You know, this obviously led to me sort of exposing myself to a lot of unfortunate events because I was ill prepared, but I needed to get out of there Um, and I needed to be out of harm's way. And the moment that I left and this individual and like the peers that I thought were my friends, but weren't, the minute that they realized that I had left, it was like alarms off everywhere. They alerted people that I worked with in France, they messaged. and looped in my my former partners, Mathieu and Emmanuel, who I'm sure are watching this video, hello. They looped in my estranged family, despite knowing that, you know, I ended those relationships for very good reason. They looped in people who were my closest friends, who I think thought they were helping me, and. They were recording our conversations, they were listening on everything. They took note of all of my subscriptions and they started swapping out my actual subscriptions to different, you know, shopping sites and different like news reels. And they were kind of creating their own content to kind of feed me their own version of of whatever it was they thought I, I wanted to hear. And this became all the more like this funnel of information and this funnel of, you know, just swapping out what I typically would consume via email with what they wanted me to consume and then embedding all of these phishing links and all of these different emails to get access to my computer, to get a sense of where I was. This became the story of my life. 2021 became pretty much story of, you know, year of flight for Rochelle Innocent. So I'm still in hiding. Technically speaking, I mean, I'm online, but I have cut off all access to my whereabouts. No one can get a sense of where I am because I don't know who he is in his pocket and who isn't in his pocket I've not been able to communicate and get in touch with some of my friends just because the friends I was keeping in touch with all of our conversations were recorded and all of this was to control and manipulate me because he had already set a precedent he had already reached out to my previous employers and told them that his intention was to get me to do a job or to do work he had already orchestrated with my previous employer that I was going to do this use case because he assumed that it would take this specific role not realizing that I understood that they were orchestrating everything and that they were trying to abuse me financially to force me into this position so that they could exploit me. And that I recognized that if I allowed them to exploit me by getting the use case, it would just continue from there because they're like, oh, well, you know, like they were asking questions to whether or not I was interested in politics and what I thought about fake hair and what I thought about, you know, having myself physically enhanced or, you know, like what I thought about things that really were none of their business. I remember like the person that they kind of had like seeking out information and asking all these different questions anytime he name dropped anyone I would write that name down. Any person he's name dropped I'm assuming is part of this little operation to kind of control control my career and kind of control my life moving forward and it's just such a crazy notion to think that you can do that and I'm not sure. If this is normal in different circles, it's definitely not normal in mine, but it was not going to become my normal. So I have hurt myself in many ways, but for me, it's for the sake of freedom. So I thought that this would be a short-term solution. I honestly thought that they would lose interest and switch gears but as i left in 2021 2021 is the year of me building up my youtube platform so because of my youtube platform i guess i'm not as out of sight as they need me to be for them to kind of take interest in someone else and i think maybe they probably have made promises and put their own reputation in the line to the extent that they need me to bend to their plan, which I'm not going to do. So now kind of here I am. And I know that this person is a subclinical psychopath because who would go to that extent? Who would call every single person in my contact list trying to get a hold of me, telling people that I was mentally unstable, trying to, you know, vilify and kind of rip apart my character because they recognize that they put themselves between a rock and a hard place by trying to force my hand, trying to force me into a corner and assuming that they could kind of dominate my career and my choices and my decision-making moving forward. And so I realized that this was really not an act of goodwill. This wasn't them being benevolent. This was them being self-seeking, assuming that because of the potential they saw in me that they could leverage that and kind of capitalize on it, completely diminishing my humanity. So yeah, that kind of is what brings me to this point. Like I I have as much eyes on them as they have on me. I just I think I've realized that until those who have been reached out to speak up, until you let me know that they've contacted you, until you kind of contact your local authorities, until he himself is stripped of the power and privilege that he's been abusing, I don't see how I can safely step out of, you know, where I'm sort of hiding out. I don't see how I can, you know, continue to live my life the way I would like to live it without them sort of impeding on my ability to live my life or threatening me or creating undue risk to me just because of the way that they've implicated themselves in my life and the fact that they've put their own reputation on the line. So this is kind of an incredible story. So it's a little bit out there, but this is sort of my lived experience. And I do believe that if those of you who are watching who know who it is that I'm talking about, even though it feels surreal, if any of this, speaks to you. Please do something to support me. I have done everything within my realm of power to support myself, which is really just isolating myself and putting myself as far away from these people as I possibly can. And I thought that that would be enough to, you know, have them lose interest and move on with their lives, but it's not. So I am needing third-party intervention. So for those of you who are in my community, where we're we're going to say whether that's my alumni community, whether that's previous workplaces, acquaintances, former crushes, former exes, whatever the case might be. If you're watching this video, I do need support because this person is very powerful. He has reached into, like he literally reached out to all of my contacts in France. So he is leveraging the companies or the identities of the academic institution that he's affiliated with and the the consulting firm that he's affiliated with to be able to gain access to people and environments and settings that no one, that someone would otherwise have much more difficulty getting access to. As a result of that, I'm I'm stuck here trying to figure out what my next steps are. I mean, project purpose is growing despite this. I will not curb my plans as a result of this, but I'm realizing that I'm letting too much of my life pass me by hoping and awaiting that they'll avert their attention and look elsewhere. So I need a different strategy and I really don't know what else to do without compromising my own sense of safety. So I think that because I recognize and please know that I recognize for good reason that if I try to get back to my life without first making sure that I'm safe, that I'm taking a lot of unnecessary risk. And and before I can try to live my life the way I normally would, where like I see my friends and I can like, see what you are up to and see what you're doing and what you're building and get a sense of, you know, what's going on. Cause not only have I been tapped out um, for this last year, trying to deal with these individuals, but I was in France. So a lot of the friendships that I made that I miss, I still haven't been able to reconnect with those individuals just because of what's been going on. And I'd love to know what's going on, but I don't want to compromise my safety. So that's kind of the situation that I'm in now. It's not a fun situation, but I think it was the right thing to do, just given the situation and the setting and not really being quite sure who I I could turn to, who was in his pocket and who wasn't. And I think by way of my own mental wellness, like focusing on project purpose has been so good for me. Watching her grow, watching her thrive, activating different revenue streams within her. I mean, that's been really great. And being out in nature has given me an opportunity to really focus my own inner work, focus on healing, focus on... The process of just letting go of the energy that doesn't serve me i mean i put an end to a lot of very toxic relationships in 2020 and it was the best thing i could have done for myself but then kind of removing that toxicity from my lens and from my point of reference and recognizing that i can rise above the impact that those relationships have had on me and i'm ready to like involve myself and invest myself in healthy relationships that well, enrich my life and where I can enrich their lives. And it can be like a reciprocal exchange. I think the funny thing about growth is you start to realize your own personal potential and your own power. And I think that... It's a beautiful experience, but it can also involve a lot of endings. And that's why I talk about endings being new beginnings. There are some endings that are very heart-wrenching, but that are absolutely required just based on the history of how those stories themselves have unfolded. So being here in nature has been wonderful for me, focusing on healing, doing my yin yoga every day, kind of focusing on learning different aspects of myself and like doing a deep dive into some of the inner workings of my own mind has been really great though I am looking to get back to reality right as everything starts to open up and as everyone starts to kind of get a sense of what the new normal is I'd like my new normal to encompass the friendships that I miss given the fact that I was in France for a couple of years I mean there are people that I formed relationships with that I want to continue on building those relationships with but I do need some support in this arena first because I really want to make sure that I'm, I'm making the right choices and I'm doing the right things. And, you know, just being very mindful of the steps that I take and being very intentional because I have a lot of plans for my life. You know, there's a lot of things I still want to see, a lot of things I still want to do. I would like to get married at some point and have kids and have my own garden. Like I have a full life of my own that I've planned and I just don't want to do anything that will compromise that. So. This video is definitely not as long as the first video, but I just wanted to make sure that everyone knows that I am emotionally, mentally, spiritually okay. I am physically safe for the time being. And this is just what I've been dealing with sort of in the background. And if those of you have also been dealing with this to some extent, if you've been looped into this conversation, as much as I've been looped into this conversation kind of against our will, then I'm asking for you to support me through this. And again, like there are people who I thought were my friends who have participated in this little scheme. And that's a bit heartbreaking, but you know what? Like you live to learn, you learn to laugh about it. But anyone who's called you to say, hey, where's Rochelle, she's in a dark place. I mean, those people are definitely not people to reach out to because they're definitely part of this operation. I was never in a dark place. I was just running away from people who had very bad intentions for me. So in any case, that's this video. I just want to make sure everyone knew I was okay. I guess this is a to be continued because Hopefully, with the distribution of this video, and as people see it, they recognize the people that I'm talking about and they're in positions to kind of put a stop to this behavior so that I can come back to my life and, you know, get back to normal, whatever normal looks like after this ordeal. Uh. So I guess that's this. I mean, this took a lot of bravery and courage on my part. So for those of you who are looking and thinking, oh, you know, like, you know, I don't know how you, I'm supposed to behave in this video. So I'm just kind of being me. But it took me eight eight months to make this video, but I'm ready to let this energy go. I don't want to keep fighting this fight. I thought it would go away on its own. It's not. So I'm doing what I can to put an end to this. To put closure to this scenario because I need this chapter of my life to close. All of that to say, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate your time and attention. And of course, if there's advice that you can give me, I would love to hear your advice on how to move forward from this. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.